Good morning, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I can't believe that in a few short weeks. No, a few short days. What am I saying? Ugh. I'll wake up at 730, I promise. Anyway, folks, uh, welcome to my show. This is Elaine LaRoche, and our number here is 508-222-1320. Oh, boy, after today, I only have three more shows. Mike and I are taking a Thanksgiving break next weekend. But then we have December 3rd, 10th, and then the 17th is our last show here for Out and About with Elaine. So anyway, welcome today. We do have a great show for you today. Uh, my good friend Matt Patty is coming on. He's our realtor friend, and with the mortgage interest rates, you know, rising and then house prices are dropping, I wanted to have him on before I left the show to find out what's going on with the housing market. So if you're interested in buying or selling or renting or whatever, I uh, hope that you will uh, listen in and uh, call in, too. So, uh, yeah, so we've got a great show. Uh, Jim Corbin will be calling in shortly uh, for the first time ever. <clears throat> when I got out, it was like 28 degrees in North Attleboro this morning, and I'm glad I have an electric car starter because I really needed it. Holy cow. I work up and rent them. And the other day, it was started to snow, lightly snow. I couldn't believe it. It didn't stick to the ground because the ground is still warm. But um, for about an hour, it was amazing, magical thing to see the first snowfall in Walpole, Mass. So I wanted to ask Jim. Um, they were talking about flurries. Uh, later in the week, I was looking at the weather, and um, I wanted to find out what's going on with that. So, yeah. But, I mean, I was looking over the the forecast for the rest of the week and uh yeah it just seems to be like really cold in the 40s it's not going above 50 at all and uh, but we do have some interesting interesting weather um yeah interesting indeed that's for sure yep okay and then of course we have um our thanksgiving this thursday and then friday um but I think most of you have already done your shopping or going to online. And um, I know that some of the stores are really hurting, especially the big malls. And I plan on going down there and getting some gift certificates for my grandkittens. But, uh, I mean, it's great for the consumer because right now it's like, oh, my God, prices of are just really ridiculous. And if you go into JCPenney or other stores that are there in the mall, um, everybody has everything on sale. So, yeah. Anyway, um, wanted to let you know that the city of Attleboro, because, you know, Thanksgiving is Thursday the 24th, they said that trash and, and recycling collection will be delayed by one day, Friday. And then Friday, you know, will be, your trash will be picked up on Saturday, okay? <clears throat> also wanted to mention Reeds Across America is happening today at noontime. Um, as you know, Larry Brunel, the president of Rolling Thunder's local chapter here, participates in this wonderful events and reads across America basically is um, Walmart of all places donates over 5,000 or more wreaths to lay on veterans graves and they go down to Exeter and they um, participate and put all the wreaths over every single grave in Exeter and of course America other cemeteries are also being honored to our veterans so I think this is a great um job and if you want to volunteer you can go down to Exeter at noontime they ask um, to come on down and give them a hand okay um, 
before Jim Corbin calls in for his um, weather hit, and I got to ask him, what is a flurry? Because it says flurry weather, and it's like flurry means like light snow in my opinion, but I want to hear it from the expert if we're having any flurry activities. <laughs> um, I was at Sturdy Hospital last night. I had to have some tests done, and I'm fine, all right? But the Sturdy ER, the emergency room, I've seen a lot of parents bringing in their children from like infants to, um, you know, kids. And I think that that, that virus is uh, hitting the Attleboro area, and, um, and parents are being very cautious and bringing kids to the ER. And I just, oh, I just feel so bad because the kids have that croupy cough, and it's just so, oh, you just want to say, oh, my God, the poor kids. But uh, hopefully they'll be okay. But, um, yeah, I was, I was interested in letting you know that, that that's, that's a real thing. We see it on the news and everything of all the hospitals. And even Hasbro Children's Hospital in Providence was mentioned nationally, saying that they're over, uh, they have um, so many beds, but then they're using um, not only the intensive care but other areas to provide care for kids because they don't have enough rooms and everything. So, yeah. You know, I was thinking um, where I work in assisted living um, facility, it's, it's really interesting to see, you know, this virus, this COVID virus. It's invisible. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't taste it. But yet when you get it, it just zaps your energy. And I have to say, um, I had it. And I went to the doctors, and I have COVID fatigue, and they said that it's going to take a couple of weeks. So I can I honestly tell you, today I feel much better. I feel more energy back, and I know, like, next week I should be back 100%. But speaking of 100% certainty, we do have Jim Corbin, our local weatherman. And, Jim, good morning. Can you tell us something good? Something good. Duh, duh. Yes. Uh, well, no big snowstorms in the forecast at the moment here. Is that good? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now, we know something's going to happen down the road, but not right away. But, yeah, it's it's pretty cold out there. We've had, after that stretch of, uh, for almost over a month of uh, most of the time, temperatures way above average, now we're seeing the balance that nature uh, does all the time. And uh, we've had now, I think it's about the fourth, now today, about the fifth straight day of colder than average temperatures. Uh, but we will have mostly sunny skies today, so that's the good news. Albeit only about uh, about nine and three quarters hours of it, uh, temperatures are going to reach the uh, low 40s. That's it, Elaine. Today, so it's going to be a chilly one. There won't be quite as much of a breeze as we've had the last few days. There'll still be a breeze 10 miles an hour, so it may make it feel more like the upper 30s today. But just a few passing clouds. Now there are some clouds. If you look to the south or the further south you are right now, you may be in a little more of the way of sort of a dim sun situation as the sun comes up. That's uh, the northern edge of what is ocean effect uh, snow showers going on along the south coast uh, down near Block Island and uh, down near Narragansett. They have had some mixed rain and snow showers there. That's due to the west-southwest wind. Uh, This time, a colder wind coming in off that warmer water. But the bottom line is it's nothing to worry about. Just the sight of, as we saw the other day, a few snowflakes uh, around the area mixed with rain showers. But nothing much today. It's going to be generally low 40s. Tonight, we're going to fall back to the 20s. Uh, mid to upper 20s, so kind of similar to what we are right now. And then tomorrow, we're going to have a, a front coming through during the day. Now, tomorrow, we have a better chance, like the other day, of seeing a rain or snow shower at any time, especially early in the day and then perhaps in the afternoon. 
Other than that, it's going to be just a chilly one, upper 30s to around 40, but the wind will be stronger tomorrow out of the northwest, gusting up over 25 miles an hour. So it's going to be a chilly one for outdoor activities, of course, including uh, the Patriots playing the Jets in the afternoon, probably about 39 degrees, but the wind chill will be more like uh, maybe 29. So uh, you want to bundle up for that or anything outdoors tomorrow uh, with just a passing snow shower uh, in spots. So again, just a reminder of the season coming up. And then will cool down potentially to the coldest temperature of this stretch Monday morning. The reason why the actual air temperature will fall is because we'll have uh, skies becoming clear and the winds will drop off as high pressure builds in. So we could be down near 20 in some areas Monday morning and then make a recovery to about 40 Monday afternoon. Uh, so a chilly day Monday, but still no big problems compared to some of the other places that we know about. And then here's the better news for the uh, as we approach the holiday weekend. Tuesday, uh, after starting out around 30, we should reach the mid-40s, and then a shot at 50 by Wednesday. Wednesday probably has the best chance of seeing a uh, 50-degree temperature. Of course, that's a big travel day, the day before Thanksgiving. And then as we go into Thanksgiving Day itself, right now it appears the storm tracks stay south of us, so it's going to be with high-pressure building down, mostly sunny, chilly, but nothing too tough to take. It seems like in recent years, a lot of times Thanksgiving has been on the cold side, but not this one. Uh, although not mild either, about, I'd say, a high of about 40, 42 degrees or so. And and here's the news for the rest of the weekend, the holiday weekend. Right now, Friday, Black Friday, uh, has potential for developing rain or snow late in the day, more likely a cold rain, and that could linger into Saturday. So it may be the middle portion of the four-day weekend, at least if that's what you call it for many, Thanksgiving through Sunday. The middle two days, Friday and Saturday, have the best chances of precipitation, mostly here in the form of some rain, uh, the way it looks right now. So that may affect some people going out and doing things. But overall, Lane, uh, uh, although kind of cold, really no big weather issues over the next week or so. Wow. Now, can you explain to us what a flurry is? What a flurry is? Yep. A, fl- a flurry of uh, activity, you mean? No, or a flurry, a flurry in weather terms. Isn't it I know, snow, I know silly? I don't know, but it said a flurry when I was doing AccuWeather this morning, and it said a flurry is possible. You or... know, maybe a, a few snowflakes. Well, ah. if, I said, what's a sh- if I said what what is a sprinkle, what would you say that is? Well, that's rain. Yeah, so a flurry is the same thing but snow. Ah, thank now, you, if sir. You had snow sh- if, you said, if you said snow showers or just uh, or rain showers, that would be a little more of a widespread, slightly heavier thing. But I think of a flurry as like, uh, you know, for 10 minutes, it's the snow comes down and it blows around maybe a little bit, and then it's gone. I think of snow, rain showers or snow showers as ones that, le- that they come and go for, you know, two or three or four or five different times. Oh. Aren't you glad you asked? Yes, I am. Yes, I <laughs> yeah, am. Yeah, and so, yeah, because the, the flurry is in the forecast, really. We've had flurries and sprinkles here. Uh, in southern New England, not just in the greater Attleboro area, but along the south coast like this morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that's why they're in the forecast. But if I saw a flurry in the forecast, I wouldn't be, you know, headed for the uh, for the for the snow shovel yet. But obviously that's going to be uh, down the road at some point. But by the way, Elaine, uh, it was uh, the November 26th last year, the first time. So a week from today, last year was our first accumulating snow. It was just a dusting or a coating. But that's when we got at least uh, widespread our first coating of snow, November 26th. I don't see anything happening around here that's going to coat the ground. But, again, that doesn't mean that the rest of the winter isn't going to be uh, too too easy either. So we'll set the wait on that. By the way, the full cold moon uh, still on December 7th, which is uh, an easy day to remember, a mm. tragic day in our history, though. 
uh, Pearl Harbor Day, but that's right. the day of our next full moon, the full cold moon, how appropriately, appropriate that is. Right. So again, uh, some heavy snow on the Great Lakes, of course. The reason they're getting unusually heavy snow, even for those areas, is because we've had a warm fall. So the Great Lakes are warmer than average. Therefore, when you get the cold air go over, there's more energy to create heavier snow. Mm-hmm. So had it been a colder fall, they'd actually, believe it or not, be getting less snow out in the Great Lakes. But just because the waters are warm, warmer than average, they're not warm, but they're warmer than they should be, there's more energy uh, to uh, contrast in the cold air to uh, create deep snow. And that's why they're, uh, you know, they postponed that football game in Buffalo to mm. Detroit. Uh, right. So uh, any, anyway, so and anything else going on near, near the Great Lakes? Luckily, we don't have a big lake to our west. If we did, we'd get lake effect snows. We have our ocean to our east, but the predominant wind is west, not east. So it's rare to get ocean effect snows uh, in New England. We get them, but we don't always get them too much. So really, Elaine, what you see is what you get if you've... Uh, uh, can you remember what the last few days have been like? Well, that's pretty much for the next few days. They're going to be the same way. <laughs> I have a quick question, Jim. Uh, yeah. Sunset time today is 4.21 p.m. When do we start going back to the positive when we start getting lighter? Is it in January, yeah, it February? Out, no, it bottoms out uh, not far from now, about the 10th of December 10th. Oh, so, uh, oh yeah, great. So, yeah, so it, I believe that's about 4.11 uh, or 4.12 is the sunset on December 10th. And then it starts to go uh, gradually back the other way by a few seconds each day. I'll so take the it. Day is still, yeah, we're still going to, where we're losing light in late December around Christmas is still in the morning. So the, the sun is rising late. So that's where we have the short, the really short days. But yeah, I always say by the, once you hit the December 10th, we bottom out, even though the shortest day is the 21st. Or right, right around that. Right. December I remember 10th, that. Right around the, yeah, so. You notice it by, if you do, I say this, I've said this to you and others over the years, uh, if you do the same thing at the same time every late afternoon, you start to notice the sun is setting a little later, right around Christmas. So if you, if you, you know, December 10th is about 15 days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So about 15 days out, uh, it's, it's a few minutes later. And, and you, you certainly start to notice it once you get to about New Year's. So that's something to look forward to. Great, and I will. Thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you, not next weekend, because we're all taking a, a week yes. off because of the Thanksgiving holiday. But uh, the following week is December 3rd, then the 10th, and then the 17th is the last show. Oh, my gosh. I know, three after. Just three yep, there. three after so, today, James. Woof. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're going to miss you, Elaine. But anyway... Uh, I'll be there, by the way, if, Good. on the 17th. Hopefully. Yay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, so many other okay. people, too. Richard and Tom and so many other people. I want Excellent. them to come down, please. It'd be great to give you a hug, and thank you so much yeah. for all that you've done for my show. Thank you. Oh, no problem, Elaine. And again, uh, thanks again to, the, to, uh, to you. And once again, uh, no shoveling of snow here anytime soon. Okay, sounds great. And may wish I want to wish you and your family a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving to you as well, and give thanks to everything, and we'll talk to you uh, in two weeks. Sounds great. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, there goes Jim Corbin. We're going to take our first break on Out and About Elaine. Again, our number here is 508-222-1320, and I'll be right back after these messages. All right, and it is Rock and Roll Saturday here. You're listening to Elaine LaRoche, and my show's called Out and About Elaine. We have three more shows after today. Wanted to remind you that we have a lot of things going on out and about, which I read in the 730 to 8 o'clock half hour. And as I was coming in, uh, there's going to be Christmas wreaths available at the Central Congregation Church on Good Friday and Saturday. So that's just one of the things. Um, 
<laughs> I was at Domino's last night because after I went to Sturdy Hospital for those tests and that, you had to fast. And, and it's weird because, you know, sometimes you get so busy all day, you don't, you don't eat. Right, and it doesn't bother you. But when the when the <laughs> the technician says, "Well, you got to fast for seven hours," and I was like, oh, "Okay," I said, "No problem." Okay, so at eleven o'clock, I had to stop everything, and I had some soup, which was not the best thing to do because I was so hungry by three o'clock, then four o'clock. But they called me and they said they had a five thirty cancellation, and I said, "Yes, I'll do it." So what happened is I went there, left. I was so hungry, I stopped at Domino's. <laughs> Domino's Pizza. They must have they must have a special or something like buy one get one free or buy one get a half price or something because this place was packed and let me tell you it's never packed right so I did not call it in I just waited for my pizza and um, and I like their thin crust pizza I discovered I like thin crust pizzas go figure right so I put my order in and I'm sitting there and uh, this guy comes in and he wants to get some sort of pins or something I don't know but the lady said you have to buy something he said well I don't really want anything she said well just you know maybe wings so there were three of us there and he said which one of you would like to have uh wings you know I'll buy them for you because I have to buy something blah 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 and I said so nobody was speaking up I said all right I'll do it barbecue wings okay fine so he paid for them I said well can I give you something for it and he said no have at it so my pizza comes out, and then I realized that there were seven pizzas ahead of these the wing order, right? So all I'm thinking about is, okay, my pizza just came out, but the wings, she said, is like seven orders before the wings go in. And so I said, you know what? So I looked at the other two guys. I said, look, if you're waiting for your pizza, why don't you take the wings? And I left, and the pizza was excellent. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just thought, wow. I love it when random act of kindness happens. It really is uh, special, and I think that um, I think more and more people are. And, and I don't know why that is, but I'm very grateful for it. And I think that um, as we get into the Christmas spirit, you know, it's always great. I have a tip for you, too. If you go into any mall, the best time to shop is Wednesday before Thanksgiving because I know for a fact Emerald Square Mall, once Thanksgiving hits— Good Friday, oh my God, you cannot go up and down Route 1 anymore. Forget it. Just don't even, just don't even go by the mall because it's impossible to go. Unless you go on a Monday night, like around 7 o'clock or something, then you might get a parking spot there. But boy, oh boy, is it packed. It is packed. But I've learned many years ago to ask my kids what they want for Christmas and sizes and things of the grandkids and that and just get stuff the night before. Uh, and it works. Yeah, it works. So yeah, this is the first Thanksgiving that I'm actually home. Uh, generally, I'd be working at the assisted living fo uh, place. But um, yeah, so it's going to be nice to sleep in. It's going to be nice to sleep in next Saturday. So I don't have to get up at 432. I have to tell you. I mean, I have mixed emotions, you know, saying goodbye to you all because you've been a friend of uh, mine for the last nine years, six years prior, but I'll say nine years here all total 15. I can't believe it. But um, I do appreciate your loyalty and um, and your kudos in dropping me an email at radiolady34 at gmail.com and telling me how much you enjoy the show. I do appreciate it. I do put a lot of work into it. Um, but it's not really work. It's fun. 
I love doing it. It's just that a time of my life where I need to slow down a bit. And um, I mean, I'm working full time still. And so I want to continue that energy. Working with folks that have dementia and Alzheimer's isn't easy. And I need to focus my energy on these wonderful, wonderful residents that I have the honor of um, assisting and bringing some joy to them each and every day that I work there. All right. Having said that, I've got a few minutes before the break. I know Dan McCurney is going to call in around 735 to let us know what's going on with him and Linda. They always do such great things in the community. But for right now... (laughs) I was going through the market, and uh, turkey prices are just really ridiculous. I mean, come on, $35, $55, $60 for a turkey? Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. So I've got a solution for us. Ready? Because I'm always about saving money. Okay. The high prices of turkeys, you know, are very, very, very ridiculous. But if you drive down Freeman Street, there's turkeys, wild turkeys, You can get your own turkey. You can pick out your own turkey, small, medium, or large. They're there walking down the street, waddling down the street, or an alternative. And I see this, you know, I don't know if you're into this or not, but um, somebody suggested to save money, you can get a $7, well, actually, they're $8, they're $7.99, rotisserie chicken instead of turkey. You can actually do that. You can substitute it. So um, I don't know. And then some, some people like to have... Uh, ham. I know my mom, um, we had turkey on Thanksgiving, of course, but she always made a ham for Christmas. And um, I'm not really sure what I'm, well, I do know I'm going with my daughters in the morning for brunch, and then I go to my son's in the afternoon for dinner. But um, yeah, uh, my mom always cooked ham, and I make this ham apricot brown sugar and butter glaze, and I put the real um, cloves inside the I mean on the ham itself like maybe 10 of them and then you pour the glaze over it and then you just bake it and um, it comes out really really good each year so there's my ham glaze recipe I don't give it out to everybody just everybody so you're special to me (laughs) I was really upset um oh I I gotta take a break at 7 30 but I wanted to talk to you about lobsters versus whales did you know that there's a a thing going on with lobsters versus whales. There's actually a society that is protecting whales, and um, the commercial lobster people are a little upset because they're only limited to the amount of lobsters that they can have, and um, this particular group is asking them not to, like they're asking them to pull up their nets. Apparently, whales are getting tangled in the nets, but uh, this report is from Portland, Maine, and... um, I know that Cousins Lobsters are from Maine, and the trucks are all over New England. And here locally, you'll see them in Plainville. They're at um, Gasparro's Liquors uh, once a month. They're in Walpole, where I work, you know, once a month. But they go all over from Springfield and everywhere. It's a franchise that you can buy a truck, and they provide all the food for you, and then you go out and sell the lobsters and that. They're not cheap. They're over $20 for a lobster roll. And um, I had one once. All right, two. I had one in Walpole and one in North Attleboro on a toasted bun, and they were plentiful of lobster meat. But I just moved to an apartment, and I'm paying rent, high rent, so I got to economize. So I won't be having lobsters rolls anytime soon. But um, yeah, there's a big thing here, and I will... uh, I will tell you all about it when we return. It's 7.30 on Saturday morning. Oh, my goodness. Come on now. You got to get up 
up, up, up. It's November 19th already. Jeez, Louise, this is amazing. Anyway, you're listening to Out and About with Elaine. This is Elaine LaRoche. Our number here is 508-222-1320, and I'll be right back after these messages. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Out and About with Elaine. This is Elaine LaRoche, and our number here is 508-222-1320. It is Saturday, November 19th. Yowza! I know, right? It's like, I cannot believe that it is this late in the season, and uh, Thanksgiving is this coming Thursday. My twin son's birthdays are the November 26th, so happy birthday, Keith and Christopher. Woo, unreal. All right, before the break, I was talking about, while we're waiting for Dan to call in, um, lobsters versus whales. Yeah, this is, um, I, I didn't know that there was an international nonprofit organization that sets uh, standards for commercial fishing management, but I guess there is. And um, they're asking to suspend a certification and award a main lobster industry over concerns of the harm to whales. Imagine that. Yikes. I don't know if that's good or not, but some some retailers remove lobster from the inventory after Seafood Watch's decision, and the industry could suffer more percussions from this move. Well, I know one thing, you know, think about this. New Year's Eve, we always have lobster, you know, celebrating lobsters, celebrating the new year with lobster meat and things like that. I mean, you got to have lobster on New Year's Eve, for God's sakes, even if it's a small baby one. I don't know. I'm just saying that, jeez, you know. I don't know who put that together, but it looks like the Gordon Fisherman should get on stick here and just say, we're not going to stop fishing for lobsters. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, there's a note here for uh, mother from a, somebody sent this to me. It's really funny, okay? And it says this. Dear Mother Nature, having received my first sample of winter, I would like to cancel and remain, the, I would like to cancel the remainder of my subscription. Thank you. So basically it's like, yeah, I know. You had your, your, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're fun with the light snow and everything. So I think I have Dan on the line, and um, I want to wish Dan and Linda a very happy Thanksgiving. Dan, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Elaine. I'm glad you called in. Why don't you tell our listeners what's going on? Yeah, well, uh, this coming week, uh, a week from today, we'll be having our uh, annual food drive for our Christmas meal, uh, which will be at uh, 71 Linden Street. It's uh, the former St. Vincent de Paul uh, Holy Ghost Church from 9 to noon. Um, you can just swing to the back of the church and drop off uh, all the goods, and that would be wonderful. Uh, like I said, we've been doing this for about six years. We feel that uh, we somebody really had to step to the plate because the, the, the Tedesco family turned around and had their meal for like almost 30 years, and uh, that originally started the KFC I believe in South Attleboro, and then they moved to the high school. But since then, uh, that meal's gone away. So there is no other Christmas meal uh, in the entire area. So for six years, Linda and I have been trying to put a great Christmas meal on. And once again, it's really all about the volunteers. If we didn't have the volunteers, this would not be possible because there's no way that two people could possibly do all the cooking and gathering everything up. So we really want to thank all our volunteers that have come out for the last six years and helped us out. We truly appreciate their help. 
What items uh, do you actually need? Um, I know that you need turkeys, obviously, but what are things that you're looking for today? Yeah, uh, spiral ham, canned corn, box stuffing, instant mashed potatoes, of course, money uh, donations. Uh, me and Linda, like I said, we save each week for this. So we've already gathered quite a bit of stuff already uh, that we have either at the house or at the church. So uh, little things like that. That's what we're basically uh, looking for. We already have the plates, the forks, the knives, the cups. Uh, we have sternos. Uh, we've already gone out and purchased some other stuff, uh, fruit cups, uh, gravy. We already have that, cranberry sauce, yams. So we were just trying to make it a little bit simpler this year because, of course, the meal has been moved this year. Normally it's at St. Vincent de Paul Church, but unfortunately the church is basically uh, closed down. There's only one mass going on, um, and they had a few uh, issues over there with uh, some of the equipment. So uh, it'll be this year at uh, St. John's on December the 17th. That's uh, 1 St. John's Way at their uh, Welcome Center right behind the church. It's between the church. Uh, in the rectory, and like I said, that will be on Saturday, November. Ah, uh, so, sorry, November, December seventeenth, from eleven to one. And okay. all are welcome. Like I said, seniors, veterans, elderly, uh, anyone in need, homeless. It doesn't matter who you are. Uh, we do get quite a few of the city council members that will come down and visit. Jay Delicio's been there. Laura Dolan. She uh, helps us each year, Kathleen D. Simone. She helps out John Davis, former city councilor. He's been to the meal. Jim Hawkins usually comes down. So, like I said, we really try to make it a, a nice meal for all. There's a, a lot of seniors and veterans out there and homeless that may not have anyone uh, to see at Christmas time, and we try to do it as close as Christmas. And uh, everybody always comes down with a smile, and they have a great time. You know, that's what it's all about, giving back to the community and helping people out. Right. I wanted to uh, ask you about, can you take me through the steps as to how do you prepare the meals? Like when do you start baking the hams and turkeys and when do you, how do you prepare everything like this? This is, seems like such a massive task. It, it is. Uh, usually it's a, it, this year is going to be uh, a lot hotter because normally, like I said, being at St. Vincent de Paul, they have quite the kitchen down there. They have confection ovens, regular ovens, you know, freezes, uh, stoves, everything. Um, but with St. John's, it's a newer facility. Uh, the kitchen's a lot smaller. So I'm actually, I have the kitchen blocked off from uh, Wednesday the, the 14th to uh, the 17th. So I am going to be able to do some of the uh, prep work over at St. Vincent de Paul, cooking the uh, hams and turkeys, because once again, in a confection oven, uh, it cooks a little quicker and it's much bigger compared to the regular oven. So uh, I have. Uh, my volunteers that are going to come help me uh, will get started on Wednesday preparing things, getting things ready. Probably on Thursday later in the day, uh, the turkeys, the hams will all go in the oven. Friday, uh, they'll all get carved up, prepared, ready to go. And then we'll bring stuff over to the other church. And then, of course, I'll be in most of the day Friday at uh, St. John's and probably working right straight through till uh, Saturday when it's all done prepping everything else. I like to do a lot of the cooking myself. I do have volunteers that help out, but I don't expect them to be in there at midnight or two or three o'clock in the morning cooking. So uh, it's something, like I said, I, I truly enjoy. Linda's right by my side. 
Um, then we cook uh, all kinds of baked goods, and we do have people that are volunteering to bring some baked goods in. So, like I said, it's just a, a wonderful thing to do uh, for the community. Giving back, you have to have a heart. Right, exactly. How many would you say the volunteers, how many volunteers do you have, Dan? I probably have about 15, and there's probably been about uh, 12 or 13 of them that have pretty much have helped out each and every year mm-hmm. since we started. Like I said, Laura Dolan, she's been a godsend. She's been with us uh, since uh, day one. Kathleen D. Simone came on uh, last year. Michael St. Pierre, he's my right-hand man. Uh, he's been with me since uh, day one. Like I said, he, he's a huge, huge help. He goes out, he gathers donations, and uh, he's right there cooking with me all the way. So, And, of course, my lovely wife, like I said, she does uh, a ton of work, too. She organizes all of this and uh, does the flyers up. And then, like I said, she's in there cooking. She's in there. She'll be in making her famous Christmas cookies uh, early uh, Saturday morning, getting those all uh ready so like i said it's just one big effort again if it wasn't for the volunteers this would not be possible right right wow it sounds like it's going to be a great time last year how many people showed up for this wonderful dinner we put out over 400 meals last year and we're very adamant about our lovely wonderful police department and uh firefighters we always make sure that We feed the first shift of the fire department and the first shift of the police department. And uh, I want to thank Paul Jakes. Last year, Paul made it a little bit easier for us. He was able to come down. Uh, We had all the meals prepped, ready for him, and he was able to pick those up and deliver them to all the fire stations. So that was a huge help. And then usually I'll call the dispatcher at the police department, and they'll send uh, uh, a police officer over, and uh, he'll pick up the meals for the first shift there. So, like I said, they're both they're huge assets to this city. Uh, without them, we'd be in trouble. And like I said, we value their services and what they do for the, the community. So we feel it's only right to help them out. I remember two years ago when the pandemic uh, hit us really bad, the fire department was really strapped because, of course, when you go in, you're usually there for 24 hours and then uh, you you'll leave and come back for another 24 hours so uh, we literally packed the meals up i called the dispatcher i brought them to the the back door and they couldn't thank us enough because they were strapped trying to get out and be able to get their meals and cooking and stuff like that so once again it's all about giving back to the community you're right and you do such a great job you and linda as well i got to take a A quick break, my friend, but uh, I want to wish you and Linda and everyone out there a happy Thanksgiving. God bless, and uh, I look forward to chatting with you later about the Christmas meal as it gets closer. Sounds good, and like I told you, Elaine, please feel free uh, after your show's over, uh, come down. I believe Tom Rafferty's going to be there. I'm going to be on later with Dave Kane, and uh, I told Dave the same thing, but Dave kind of turned around. He got me. He's like, ah, you had me washing dishes last year. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully, like I said, everyone and everyone, it doesn't matter who it is, all are welcome to come to this meal. Like I said, it's a wonderful time. And like I said, people leave with a smile on their face and they're always looking forward to the following year of having a wonderful Christmas meal. That sounds great. I look forward to talking to you soon. And also, I will. I will come down after the show. Thank you. Sounds good. All right. Thank you for all you do. And uh, God bless you. And I hate to see you leave on a Saturday morning. I really enjoy listening to you and listening to uh, Jim uh, Corbin with his forecast. 
Thank you. That means a lot. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And again, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thank you. Take care. I will. Thank you. All right. There goes Dan and Linda, very dedicated folks in Attleboro. We are very, very fortunate to have them put on this special meal. I still have a few more out and about when I return. This is Elaine LaRoche. My number here is 508-222-1320. And I'll be right back after these messages. Oh, Elton John and his farewell tour. Oh, my goodness. You know, I seen an interview with him uh, recently, actually, on his farewell tour, he had to cancel part of that because he had prostate cancer. No one knew about it, but he's recovered, and he went on on stage in London, he said, and he was in a tremendous amount of pain and had to be in the hospital for a while, and he said he almost died. But uh, he's in good health now, and uh, yeah, we wish him well, and I'm very fortunate to have seen him at a concert at Gillette Stadium, and uh, great performer, unbelievable. Hey, listen, the Lions Club is still collecting socks. The South Attleboro Village Lion Club's second annual sock drive continues, and uh, their goal is to reach 1,000 socks. So if you have any, can you call Gail, please, at 401 401- Three three four zero one six nine again four zero one three three four zero one six nine yeah okay my uh, guest in the coming weeks is two of my favorite people oh my god unbelievable Charlie Hall and Doreen Collins will be here on the tenth of December and they have this great fun show called Aging Disgracefully now Kelly actually went to see it with her husband Mike. And uh, she said, oh, mom, you got to see this. And so here are the dates in December. So Saturday, December 3rd at Davenport's at 1230. Sunday, December 4th at Twin Oaks at 1230. Thursday, December 8th at Chance at 7 p.m. Sunday, December 11th at Bella in Burrowville at 1230. Thursday, December 15th at Whites of Westport at 1215. And... Friday, December 16th at the Courthouse Center in Kingston, but there's no, there's no um, time. Hmm. But anyway, if you want to reserve uh, and buy tickets, you can go to agingdisgracefully.net. Again, agingdisgracefully.net. Okay? So uh, good people, that's for sure. Ooh, boy. Uh, Mansfield's annual Snowflake Holiday Fair at the Mansfield Congregation Church is today. Mm-hmm. From 9 to 2, they said they have many arts and crafts. They have a grandma's attic, uh, tons of food and everything. Uh, they said, please, please come on down. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And let's see here. What do we got here? Oh, yeah. The Southeastern Paws of Comfort Lines is having a fundraising event from now until November 30th. If you go to any city spirits in North Attleboro and Attleboro um, and you buy Black Dog Cabernet and All Day Rosé wine, uh, portions of this purchase will be donated to the organization to fund many, many things. All right, so that's city spirits in North Attleboro and Attleboro, uh, the Attleboro one is on Pleasant Street near the Stop and Shop on the other side of the street. But yeah, if you, uh, their fundraising event starts, it did start on November 1st and it goes all the way through to November. So why don't you, as you're going shopping at Stop and Shop, go down the road a little bit and pick up a nice bottle of Black Dog Cabernet or All Day Rosé because all 
proceeds or part of the proceeds will help the organization, and they do such a great job, too. I can't believe I, I love this place. Attleboro Farms in North Attleboro has their annual Holiday Crafters Market, and you know what that means. That means there's going to be tons of things to do, see, and buy for Christmas. Oh, my God. And if you're there, you can say hi to Emily Johnson because she's up there making all those wonderful wreaths. So there's going to be a variety of quality handcrafted items. You just know that's going to be there. Wow. And um, beautiful poinsettias for sale. I mean, tis the season, you know, uh, but they're going to be doing this on Saturday, December 17th from 10 a.m. to 4. So check that out. Um, this is something that's always intrigued me, and I drive by it every single day coming home from work. It's a holiday tree lighting at, um, at Patriot Place, right? So last night they had this at 6 p.m., and here's the thing. They have um, the lighting. Uh, Patriot Place annual tr Christmas tree lighting was last night, but they have this really fun, it's like light up the sky kind of thing, and I'm not sure if it's $30 or $35 a car, but I do know it's $100 um, Oh, here we go. Sorry, sorry. Here we go. Gillette Stadium in Foxborough is hosting the Magic of Lights for the third and final time, and it starts yesterday, and it goes through till December 31st. The display featuring nearly 1 million, yep, I said that, 1 million sparkling lights in a 32-foot-tall animated Barbie dancing displays synchronized to popular holiday tunes, a 200-foot enchanting tunnel of lights, Candy Cane Lane, and 12 Days of Christmas. Magic lights will run from 5 p.m. until 10 p.m. Closes on certain days. But you can go to um, magicoflights.com in Foxborough and find out how much tickets are. But I go by this place, and it is amazing. And this year I'm going to take the grandkids. I don't care what they say. I'm going to tell them we're going to Bliss Dairy, but I'll really take them to Foxborough and go through the tunnel of lights, and then I'll take them to Bliss Dairy for ice cream. But I, as a kid, want to see the magic of lights. Oh, my God. And because this is the third and final year, you know I got to check it out. My goodness. Um, I checked it out for my job, and it's $100 a busload, and we're looking at that now to taking the seniors through. I think it'll be well worth it, that's for sure. Um... Let's see. Okay. You know, some of these things that I pick up the newspapers and I'm reading and everything, some of these things have already passed by, so it's like, eh, I don't know. But um, an artist's reception is today from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Churchwood Gallery, 31 North Washington Street in downtown North Attleboro. The reception is an exhibition of constructed forms Wow, this is really, really great. It's free and family-friendly. And let's see, the artists are going to be there, so you can ask questions and everything. And um, they're working with textures. That means fabric and different things. And, uh, yeah, this is really interesting. Refreshments with wine will be served at the reception. Hmm. All right, no, I can't go today. Sorry, too busy. Sorry, sorry. But anyway, those are some of the things that are happening in our area. And um, also wanted to mention one more thing that um, I know that Dan um, has a great, um, great idea for the Christmas dinner, and I think that's wonderful. Um, but there's a Thanksgiving dinner for seniors, 
um, that's going to be held, hosted by the Norton YMCA at 2 p.m. on Thursday, November 24th at the Sweet Community House on 44 Peck Street in Attleboro. The event is free and out of to all North Attleboro, Attleboro, Norton, and Rehoboth residents 60 and older. And um, they're asking if you can call uh, Cindy to just say, hey, I'd like to come to this wonderful event. The number is 508-409-0767. And I guess we have a caller. One, who is it? Sandy. I can't hear you. Oh, yeah, sure. Our good friend Sandy. Hi. Good morning, Elaine. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Uh, we're having a, a two-day thing with the Historical Society. Uh, I'm not going to be at the Red Schoolhouse this year. I'll be down at the Baptist Church Hall, the white church down the street. Sure. And uh, we've had it in the paper, but it's uh, I, I should really turn you off on the radio so you can hear me. Hold on just one sec. Okay, this is live radio, Sandy. Come on, girl. <laughs> so the North Attleboro Society... Sorry, uh, I just wanted to shut myself off. That's okay. So it's the North Attleboro Historic Society is having a what, please? Can you tell me? Because I, I just uh, got it, part of it, that. It, it's today. Um, oh. From, from 1 o'clock to 6. Okay. So the Red Schoolhouse, something's going on there. Okay. Uh, we're also having the raffles have been moved along with the Christmas table and decorated Christmas trees uh, to the hall at the Baptist Fellowship Hall down the street, the big white church that's up on the hill. Yes, on I know Washington it. Washington Street. I know it because I lived there. My house was a little uh, house on the corner with the white picket fence on Park, the corner of Park. Oh, my God, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so it's the Baptist Church. So we're going to be Church. there one to six today. Okay. And uh, the Woodcock Garrison is also open for touring uh, Christmas through the ages in the different rooms. Uh, and the candles will be in the window, of course, by battery. And uh, so they'll. So everything is going to be one to six. The Red Schoolhouse, the Woodcock Garrison, and the Baptist, the Baptist Church, Church Hall. Okay. Well, I'm going to and, take a break right now. I've got to take a break for station no, 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 ID. No, that's okay. And we'll be there tomorrow, 12 to 3. Same oh, thing. okay. 12 to 3 p.m. on Sunday. Right. I'm going to mention that on the flip side of our breaks. Thank you, Sandy. Take care. Okay. Thank you for you calling. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. There goes Sandy. I'm going to mention that um, after our break. i got to take a fast break, and then my guest is coming at 8.15, Matt Patty, and we're going to talk about real estate. You're listening to Out and About with Elaine. This is Elaine LaRoche, and my number here is 508-222-1320, and I'll be right back after these messages. Good morning, everyone. Yes, it's Elaine LaRoche. Our number here is 508-222-1320. It's November 19th, and you're probably having your first cup of coffee right now. And I've been up since 5 o'clock this morning, so come on now. Let's get going. The sun is shining. Time to run around and, and get going. And we have a lot of things we've talked about with Out and About, but also uh, Sandy just called in from the North Attleboro Historic Society and wanted to let you know that today from 1 to 6 p.m., the Little Red Schoolhouse, which is one of my favorite places, has a wonderful holiday fair 
Open House and the Woodcock Garrison House is open too with their theme Christmas through the ages. And then you go to the Baptist Church, which is right up the street, for a wonderful treats of all kinds of goodies and everything. So check it out. It starts today from 1 to 6 p.m. and tomorrow from noon to 3 p.m. Check it out. That's amazing. If you played the lottery, you know... I know everybody ran around and played when we got to the one billion mark, and I did too. I did too. And you lay in bed and you think, "Gosh, one." I mean, you wouldn't get a billion, but I mean, maybe seven hundred and sixty-two million dollars. What would you do with all that money? It is life changing, that's for sure. Um, but so, if you played the lottery, here are the numbers, and I wish you good luck. Okay. Mass daily number is three five seven five. The Rhode Island daily number is 7354. Mass Cash, 10, 22, 23, 29, and 33. Mega Millions. And like I always say every week, I don't know anyone who's ever won this, but if you do, good luck. 2, 14, 16, 38, 66. The plier is number 4, and the Mega Ball is Nine. Lucky for life. And if you win this, you will be lucky for life. 20, 24, 26, 33, 41. And their little magic ball is 18. All right. So Jim Corbin later, I mean, earlier in the show, we were talking about weather. Well, today, obviously, it's sunny skies, high is 43. And um, the low is 25 tonight. Oh, boy. Sunny. Sunday is going to be a very windy morning, they said, and we might have some flurries. High is 40, low 22. Monday, sunny skies again. High 43, low 20. You see the pattern here. It's getting very, very cold. Uh, Tuesday, a beautiful day to travel for the holidays. I know a lot of you travel Tuesday and Wednesday. High is 48. Jim said we might even hit 50, but who knows? Low 28. Wednesday, a heat wave. You can go to the beach. The high is 51 and the low is 28. Turkey Day, it's going to be cloudy to start with partly sunny day as the day progresses. High is 48, low 31. And I wanted to mention Friday, it's going to rain, 70% chance of rain. Uh, so it really is truly going to be a Black Friday. High 51, low 44. And even the rain continues Friday into next Saturday. So, yeah. But at least it's not snow. And, you know, like Jim, Jim Corbin said, you know, there's an opportunity for some flurries this week. We'll just have to wait and see what's going on in that. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I have a few minutes before uh, Matt Patty shows up, and we're going to be talking about real estate. I know everybody's concerned about goods and services, as we mentioned before. And um, hold on one second, guys. Mike. <laughs> Sorry about that. My goodness. I started getting a little hoarse there. Anyway, um, you know, we're going up and down the aisles and picking and choosing and everything. And I mean, you know, go into the local stores and everything. I'm talking grocery stores and we're picking up different items. Like I know eggs. I mean, are you kidding me? Like I said before, it's, it's cheaper to buy a, ch a chicken for God's sakes. Um, Goods and services like milk and everything, again, it's it's cheaper to buy a cow. Seriously, I think that it's just really ridiculous. You know, uh, ham prices, you know, buy a pig and put it in your backyard and have somebody <laughs> slaughter it. 
And there you have your ham dinner for many, many days to come. I'm just saying that, you know, it's just getting to be so ridiculous. And um, and I, I had posted this thing on Facebook about um, representatives had brought in some of the most wealthy corporations in America to sit down and talk to us and explain why inflation is the way it is. And 58% of it was corporate greed. They absolutely raised the prices and, and everybody just looked at them. You know, they're all there and they're $3,000 suits, you know, and no shame, you know, and um, they were taken to task by the representatives and the senators by raising these prices under the guise of inflation, and that's just not true. So we have to live with that, and, and that's that really sucks. And um, But we're all working very hard, and, you know, and trying to make a living, trying to do the best you can, and um, yeah. Um, but, you know, I was looking at other countries, and they take care of their people. You know, no one, the, this very rarely do you see hunger you know, in London or France or any place like that, um, the Netherlands, Asia, you know, they take care of the elderly. It's a cultural thing. They take, they have programs for people that, you know, if you're sick and you can go into like a nursing facility, it's free. Healthcare is so much cheaper. Prescriptions are so much cheaper. You know, um, when my grandson was going to college, Holland College, uh, and got sick and had to, had to be taken care of. There was no charge for him to go and seek medical care. Um, and we're supposed to be like one of the richest countries in the world. And I see so many people struggling. And it's just not right. You know, it's just not right. So I know we had a turn of events with the elections. And, and congratulating, um, you know, Paul Haro. He's going to be leaving on the 23rd, they said. Uh, he's walking out of City Hall. But, uh, Paul, if you're listening, I want to sincerely thank you for all the hard work that you've done and putting people in place that will continue your legacy of what you're trying to do with redevelopment here in the city of Attleboro that takes really guidance and vision. And you had it, and uh, thank you so very much. We really, really appreciate you. And and who knows? I mean, um Three people that are running for mayor now. We have uh, John Davis, we have Jay Delicio, and uh, Catherine D. Simone. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm not really sure when the runoff is election, um, but I'm sure w by the time I get back on December 3rd, I'll have the answer to your questions about that too. Unfortunately, I can't have all three of them on because my show is ending December 17th, and we have this thing called Equal Time. So if I had Catherine on, if I had Jay on, if I had Dave on, I mean, uh, John on, then I'd have to have all the others on, and, and there's just no time. Uh, but read what they have to say, look at the paper, and um, identify what they've done for the city of Attleboro, and, um, and make your choices. When we have some three solid candidates, that's for sure, three dedicated people that are willing to step up and run this wonderful city. So, yeah, you know, it's just uh, one of those wonderful, wonderful things. So, um, yeah, and the come, you know what it was? It's like, oh, my God, we finally got rid of all the flyers and the leaflets and all those political things, the rhetoric that's been sent out to us, right? And then it's like, okay, now Christmas is coming, and now we're getting leaflets and more flyers on sales and things like that. And it's like, oh, my God, no, please, no, make it stop, but it doesn't. So shop wisely, shop on sale, and maybe even make some homemade goods. 
you know, who knows? You know, you could really put together some really great th- gifts, um, and they come from the heart. Right? Right. I'm going to take a quick break. On the flip side, my guest, Matt Patty, will be here, and we're going to talk about the changes in the housing market. You know, mortgage interest rates are high, then they're low. Home prices are coming down, and I wanted to have him on because if you're thinking of buying or selling your house, maybe this might be the time to just pause a minute and listen to what Matt has to say. You're listening to Out and About with Elaine. My number here is 508-222-1320, and I'll be right back after these messages. Yes, and uh, if you go down to Africa, the Serengeti, I'm sure it's going to be like over 100 degrees, but not like here when it's like 29 outside. Oh, Oh, my God, the heat wave, it just went up to like 32. Oh, my goodness, that's great. It is cold in the studio, though. I don't know what's going on with the heat. Um, I just put my jacket back on because it's so cold in here. My goodness. Um, My guest is running a little late, so uh, we're going to chat. And I'm going to bring Mike back on, the, and we're going to talk about job law because Mike is in the thick of it, and he's got to go to – He's got to go to work on Black Friday. But I'm curious to find out, Mike, what are people doing? What are they buying at Job Lot for? Are they buying Christmas things? Are they buying groceries? What They're are they doing? They're buying everything. They're buying everything? <laughs> really? Yep. Every, I mean, really, if you don't, if any retail outlet, you know, regardless of what store it is, if they're not making their money now, there's no way they're going to, you know, make their money. This is the time of the year that, you know, it should be busy. Mm. I mean, especially with Thanksgiving coming up, people are getting prepared for their meals, their holiday, uh, and, and some folks are getting prepared to uh, start to decorate um, for Christmas. I know my dad, Thanksgiving Day was not only a day of making, uh, you know, the holiday meal, but afterwards we would start putting up the Christmas tree and decorating the house and getting everything in festive mode. And then that's pretty much reflects with what a lot of customers are doing. Some folks have started buying Christmas decorations uh, probably weeks ago. Wow. You know, and they're buying, of course, we have food at, at Job Lot. There is a food area or food department mm-hmm. that people can get the non-perishable type of stuff, cans and canned goods, um, you know, spaghetti, uh, pasta sauce. We have our tins, which are very popular. You know, you know, to put the lasagna in because some families, if you're, especially if you're Italian, maybe you might not want to do the turkey. Maybe your main thing would be lasagna. Uh, we have tins for that. You know. Oh no, kidding! And then of course, you know the um, uh, the packaging to, for leftovers that we sell yeah. a lot too. Containers. Oh yeah, I go there. Oh my God, yeah, great prices. We've got a lot too. of great things going on too. At least in our store, as far as uh, helping people in need this year. Um, we got the uh, the food drive that's going on this year, where if you bring in non-perishable uh, canned foods, whether you bring them in from home or buy the items there, and uh, you can put them into a shopping cart that is in the front of the door, at least in my store. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that shopping cart's located in other job lots, but um, we actually collect all that, and we... Uh, we distribute it to um, organizations that distribute to the needy. We also do, um, you can do donations, you know, at the register instead of food. Mm-hmm. And we have um, two ways to help uh, homeless folks stay warm this year. Um, one is we're helping the homeless vets through our Buy, Give, Get. If you buy a homeless uh, veteran a jacket for $40, yeah. we, uh, we keep the coat to give to the homeless vet. 
and you get a $40 crazy deal gift card. That's money back that you can use the next time you shop really? in the store. Yeah, it's almost like doing it for free. I was just going to say. Now, the other thing we're doing is yarn. This year, uh, we, uh, um, if you buy $20 or more worth of yarn and give it back to our cashiers, you'll get a $20 or more crazy deal gift card equal to the amount of yarn that you purchased. Now, what does the yarn, where does that we go? Give, we give the yarn to organizations in the community that knit for the homeless, homelessness, um, wow. like um, local charities, local mm-hmm. religious organizations, um, local hospitals. Believe it or not, there's groups out there. And we also take suggestions from folks who know of organizations that knit for the homeless. Um, you can always tell that to the front desk when you come into Job Lot, and they'll be happy to take down that information and pass it along to the, um, uh, we have the uh, Ocean State Charitable Foundation that, handles a lot of the donations. So. You know, there's a lot of organizations. Jersey Mike, too, if you buy a sandwich today, 20% of every purchase goes to an organization to feed the homeless. Yep. And I think that's really great, a local food pantry. There's a lot. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's one thing I noticed. Uh, Job Lot does a lot. I mean, I'm sure other companies do, too. But I can only speak for what I see because I see it every day. Um, Job Lot does a lot to help the community. A mm-hmm. lot all year long, not just that. I mean, just even some of the things they do. Just recently, we had our Veterans Week sale. What is that? That actually, um, when we had Veterans Day, which I think was a week from Friday, which was yesterday. Right. Um, Job Lot honored all of the veterans by, if you were a veteran and you were also an insider um, membership person, mm-hmm. you if you spent over $20 worth of food items, or I should say $20 worth of items, food and everything else included, you'd get 40% back of your purchase on a crazy Wow, day. really? They do a lot of stuff like that all year long. And it pays to be an insider. A lot of folks don't realize that being an insider helps. How do um, you go to be free? Oh, um, it is. What it, what it takes is just to sign up at any register with one of our cashiers, um, provide a name, I mean, excuse me, a zip code, a phone number, and a valid email address. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It doesn't oh. cost you anything. There's no annual fee. Uh, we formally give you a coupon card. Uh, and every time you purchase items, every item that gets scanned through, the machine automatically will check to see if that item's on sale. You don't have to clip coupons anymore. Oh, wow. Uh, and then the other thing is it always gives you the best price. Yeah. And you get money back on a crazy deal gift card. If there's an item, because there are some items on the store that give money back. Really? For example, um, in the middle of the store, at least in my store, I don't know where this is located in other stores, but in my store, there is what's called an eat for free section. It's between clothing and the food department. Mm -hmm. If you buy $10 worth of food off that table, you'll get $10 back on a crazy deal gift card. So it's almost like shopping for free. For free, right. Uh, and there's a lot of um, essential things on those tables, and they change it up every week Oh, you know, to make it more interesting. Because, you know, so you don't know it's not the same thing every single week. Right. We have everything ranging from olive oil, peanut butter, um, cereals, um, juice. You never know what you find on there. So always check it out when you, know, when you go into a job lot. Ask where they're eat for free table is or their eat for free rack i'm learning so much from you michael this is great (laughs) (laughs) and in my store if you're a senior and you're over 62 and you shop on monday morning between 8 and 9 a.m uh you'll be able to save 20 percent off on food 
Wow. So there are a lot of different things that they do to help people in many different ways to save money and also help the community, too. Wow, that sounds so, wonderful. I'm I sure love there's that. other That's stores great. that are doing stuff similar, especially this time of the year. This time of year, exactly. And, and in the time of, that we're in now with the way the economy is, it's, right. these things are very helpful. Yeah, I know. I agree. I know I have a friend that works at the food pantry every Friday, every Friday night, and they had 75 new people lined up. They never got out. It's I think it's it closed at 7 p.m., but they went almost to like quarter of or 10 of 8 um, yesterday because there were so many families, so many families that need food. And um, and I think they're getting the turkeys on Monday, I was told, so um, people can go up and get their baskets of Thanksgiving baskets of food and things like that too. I've heard, I've yeah. heard stories like last week at church, our um, our interim pastor was talking about because we're we're trying to put together Thanksgiving Day baskets to give away. Oh, are you to people? And we were talking about turkeys and the cost of turkeys. And mm-hmm. he said that he saw some turkeys were like a hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. Now I went I shop at Market Basket. Uh huh. Because it's it's reasonable. Oh yeah. And I just for last you know because my wife wants to do the rotisserie chicken route. You know, it like you hey, know, it's nothing cheap wrong and, with that. It's easy, it's quick, and, right? You know, right. Um, but while I was there, I was looking. We've been fortunate because the last several years, people have always either invited us somewhere, or we were given turkeys. So we never really had to purchase a turkey. So I looked at the turkeys at at the market basket where I live mm-hmm. in Warwick, mm-hmm. and I was pretty. Like I just, I, I don't, I don't see it being a hundred dollars. I mean, one I saw was for eleven ninety nine. They range anywhere between uh, nine ninety nine to like fourteen or fifteen ninety nine. That's great. Depending on yeah, how you don't big need a are. big fifty pound turkey either. No, you know? especially if like let's say like in my situation, it's just me and my wife. I mean, we're just two yeah. people. Yeah. So whatever leftovers, I mean, it'll, you you you'll be making all sorts of turkey soup, turkey pot pie, turkey. Sandwiches. We all do that, Michael. Yep. Oh my God, so we all that do last that forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's worth it in one way, but yeah. I can't see spending a hundred dollars for a turkey. No, that's foolish, you and know? it's only for a day. I mean, I've seen mayonnaise only seven ninety nine at you know the big box yeah. market. Yeah, but it's at, ridiculous. Market basket, it's yeah. like three ninety nine. Yeah, that's great. So. I'm going to take a break, and hopefully our guest is coming. If not, we'll continue our chat. You're listening to Out and About with Elaine. Our number here is 508-222-1320, and I'll be right back after these messages. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Out and About with Elaine. Our number here is 508-222-1320. All right, my friends, uh, if you played the lottery, I want to wish you good luck. Mass Daily number is 3575. Rhode Island Daily number is 7354. Mass Cash, 10 22232933 Mega Millions good luck my friends 2 14 16 38 66 the mega plier is 4 and the mega ball is 9 and lucky for life i always say if you win you will be lucky for life good luck 20 24 26 33 41 and their lucky ball is 18 Jim Corbin's weather forecast coming right up. Let's see here. Today's sunny skies. Look at the sky. The sun is out. Blue skies, awesome. High is going to be 43. 
The low is 25, but we might see some flurries later tonight. Sunny. Uh, Sunday is going to be very windy, though, and uh, we might have some flurries, too. But nothing accumulating, so don't panic. High is 40 degrees and low is 22. Sunday night is going to be a three-dog night. Whew! Monday, sunny skies again, high 43, low 20. Again, whew, put that heat on. Tuesday is going to be an awesome day, a beautiful day to travel for the holidays. High is 48, low 28. And Wednesday, believe it or not, Jim says we got a heat wave. Ooh, you can go to the beach, folks. High is 50, low 28. And on Thanksgiving, we got a cloudy start, but then it's going to... turn into a really nice day high 48 low 31 and Friday I put this in only because I wanted to see when the weather was going to turn and it sure is going to do that on Black Friday rain 70 percent it's going to be really really overcast and listen to this it's going to rain all day Friday high 51 low 44 and it's going to continue raining uh, right into Saturday, so it's going to be like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, the Historical Society in North Attleboro, Sandy, thank you for calling. Uh, want, she wanted to let us know that today from 1 to 6 p.m., the Little Red Schoolhouse, oh man, the Little Red Schoolhouse, Baptist Church, and the Woodcock Garrison House are all three things in North Attleboro. Oh my goodness, you can go to the Little Red Schoolhouse, then you go to the Woodcock Garrison House and take a tour which theme is called Christmas Through the Ages. Doesn't that sound beautiful? It is such a beautiful colonial place. Oh, my gosh. You know, the Woodcock Garrison House was actually Israel Hatch's tavern. And back in the day, uh, Route 1, Post Road, used to run right past it. And it is said that George Washington came into the uh, Israel Hatch's tavern and uh, had a pint of beer, whatever they have, and food and drink and everything. And he noticed that Israel Hatch's knee buckles. Now, you have to understand, Attleboro is noted for their silver, their silver jewelry. And at the time, his knee buckles were exquisite. So George Washington said, hey, let's swap knee buckles. So they did. Israel Hatch gave him George Washington his knee buckles, and George Washington gave Israel Hatch his knee buckles, too. And uh, that's a true story. Um, when I was going to college and getting my degree in journalism and that, I had to do a project, a video project, and I actually did, a, I was a historical editor for the North Attleboro um, television station up there when Judy Eustace used to run it, and uh, I would go out and do historical things. So yeah, if you go to the Woodcock Garrison, um, that's a little bit of history that you didn't know. And the Little Red Schoolhouse, every child that went to a North Attleboro school, Falls School and all those other schools, St. Mary's, they all ended up at the Little Red Schoolhouse. It is such a sweet little place. It really is. And and the person that does the tours are just so delightful. And they dress in colonial gear, too, which I really love. And then you can go down the street to the Baptist Church, where the Baptist Common is, and you can go in there, and there's a lot of different things that you can pick up for the holidays. And uh, I just love this time of year with the holidays fairs and the Christmas fairs and I mean everything in between the Central Congregation Church down the street um, Black Friday and Saturday they're going to have wreaths for sale so you want to check that out as well Um, just wanted to let you know again excuse me 
that the Attleboro Farms and North Attleboro is having their annual holiday crafters market. And that's my last show, December 17th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And they have a lot of quality handcrafted items. You bet your life. Oh, my goodness, there's going to be tons of things here. And I know that Emily Johnson makes all those wreaths out there that are just so exquisite. She made a horse one out of evergreens with ribbon and bows, and it was just incredible. I just couldn't believe the talent that this young woman has. But anyway, yeah, that's going to be um, Saturday, December 17th from 10 to 4 p.m. And uh, just so you know that the Lions Club is still collecting socks. Um, Their goal is to collect 1,000. So hopefully you can make a donation. Um, This is a really great idea. Um, You can call Gail at 401-334-0169. Again, that's Gail, 401-334-0169. And um, Aging Disgracefully, our good friends here, Charlie Hall and Doreen Collins are my guests on December 10th. Uh, They're going to be performing Saturday, December 3rd at Davenport's in East Providence at 1230. Sunday, December 4th at Twin Oaks in Cranston, you know where that is, at 1230. And then Thursday, December 8th at Chan's in Woonsocket at 7 p.m. And Sunday, December 11th at Bella in Burraville at 1230. So, yeah, stick around. We'll still have that. And um, just... Two more things before I take a break. Um, let's see. Gillette Stadium in Foxborough is hosting the Magic of Lights for the third and final time starting November 18th to December 31st. The display features nearly one million sparkling lights and a new 30-foot-tall animated Barbie and all those other good things. Um, we're going to take a quick break early, and then on the flip side, I have Dave Kane here. He's going to be talking about what's coming up, and uh We invite you to call us. Uh, Please keep it clean now. I know Dave is coming on soon. 508-222-1320. We'll be right back after these messages. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Out and About. Our number here is 508-222-1320 in studio. I have Dave Kane, and we're going to be talking to Dave today. I know. He just walked in. I just stormed in, (laughs) took a seat, and that's it. There's a lot going on with you and your life as far as guests going and, and Christmas is for kids. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, today, uh, Christmas is for kids is having uh, an open house. It's called the Backstage Tour. Oh. So what happens is from 1 to 4 today, you can come to the, uh, the Christmas is for kids place, which is the old Brennan School, 35 County Street, actually around the back, Prospect Street, door D. And we can take you, walk you through what happens with the item that you bring that you've gotten for a child, we'll take you and show you what happens to it wow. and how it gets uh, put in with other items and, and then into a bag and then all with, uh, with a special code and and so that everything is put together, each one of these elves shopping specifically for the child that you've chosen. And uh, so that, you know, we vet our children very de- dearly so that, uh, for instance, you know, a lot of the children's charities give out general toys and mm-hmm. it, there's been the horror of a of a coloring book going to a child that's blind you know not not a good idea so so we vet all of our children we make sure that we know who they are we know them very well and our elves who are so dedicated uh, they shop for these kids when they're putting these bags together like it's their own child and so they say, oh, wait a minute, this, and we have, now we have, oh, we've always had it, but we have younger elves, and we'll say to a, a 19-year-old, a 17-year-old kid, 
Is this a good item? To, is is this something that, that they would might like, or is this a good color? You know, and they'll give us the input because I'm older than Dirt and the other uh, elves are not much younger than I. But still, they want input, so we're really very dedicated to that. Oh, that's so great! And Dave, it really makes it special. How many people do you help each year? Well. Um, on average, we help, uh, well, we get Christmas on average be- for between 800 and 1,100 children every year. Wow. I remember back in the day, it was like 300 was big, and well, then when 500 it started, was yeah, awesome. Yeah. The first wow. year we did it, uh, I think we did like 30 kids. I mean, it was, uh, but people didn't have to go do what they do now. I mean, we have all a huge system here. But at those days, somebody would be listening to the radio, and they'd call the station. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, oh, I'll get that G.I. Joe for Bobby. And then they'd just bring it to the cable office, and, right. and we'd get it to them. Right. So it was very small. And then it grew, and it grew, and it grew, and it grew because of the people that made it happen. And mm-hmm. that was the people listening now, and so many others. And now we have, of course, many volunteers who themselves were recipients of this program. Really? Oh, sure. Lots of them. Oh, sure. my God. Yeah. We, uh, there's one story of a family uh, sitting around Thanksgiving, and one kid said to their one young child, not a child, an adult, said to their mother, a single parent, Mom, there was four of us. How did you ever get Christmas for four of us? And she said, Christmas is for kids. They had no idea, of course, that oh. they were Christmases for kids' kids. And now that family and members of that family not only donate but volunteer oh and, and make things happen. So this has been a self-perpetuating uh, opportunity for everybody to be able to do something and to know where their money went. You know, you're not writing a check and you don't know where all the money goes or how much of it is administration, et cetera. We're totally volunteer. Right. So right. we, and when you buy the item, that item goes to that child. And so you've protected yourself in those areas. And one of the reasons it's been so successful is because of the, the good image and, and the transparency mm-hmm. that people know that it, it goes exactly to where it's supposed to go. If somebody wants to, um, sponsor a child or a family. How does that? How does they that? Pick work? up their phone. They can uh, look in the newspaper. The the uh, the Sun Chronicle runs some some stories for us, mm-hmm. some lists for us, and then you call five zero eight two two six zero nine one one, and talk to one of our elves, and the elves will. You can say, you know, um, for instance, we had a, we had a couple of years ago whose son was uh, seventeen and he died in an accident. And every year they would come and they would take a, a 17-year-old boy and go shop for the 17-year-old oh my boy. God, really? So we had people come to, oh, I'd like a five-year-old girl. Or I'd like a seven-year-old boy. Or, or who, do you, who, who hasn't been taken yet? Right. What do you have? Right. And these conversations lead to choosing a child, giving out a, a code number, and then that person goes and buys the items then delivers them to us before the the, the close date. Mm-hmm. And then we put all the stuff together and see to it that Santa has them in time to deliver them to the... To the uh, when does it uh, start? Like when? Well, we we're actually starting uh, today um, is the open, open but, house. Uh, on the 20th, uh, we'll have the, the, the lines open. Okay. That's tomorrow, right. 508-226-0911. And then it goes through, and we're, we're closing out. Uh, the the, uh, the drop-offs begin on November 28th, so you can start bringing the toys to us and the items to us. And, and remember, this isn't just toys we do. 
we do pajamas and we do slippers and we do warm coats and we do snug you you name it. We, mm-hmm. I mean, we have, and that's part of the the choice. Of when when this elf gets it, they say, okay, what size are they? Need a warm coat, and we have. We look like Robert Hall in a lot. We have a lot because we have black belt shoppers. What's up? Uh, black belt shoppers. <laughs> in the summer, I'll, uh, uh, the board gets an e- will get an email from from one of us and say. I found a sale on winter coats, mm-hmm. as an example, sure. right? uh, for children, and it's fifty uh, percent off. Or something, you know, and they'll say, and and we can g- grab them for X amount of dollars a piece. Uh, I think we can. We uh, there's like a hundred here or fifty here, whatever it is, and then we just say, okay, go ahead, and then they buy it. We reimburse that person, of course. But then, and wow. so we 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 sh- we are constantly doing right. this. Uh, you only hear about it. From October to December, right? But that's true. all year long, it it operates. It's really cool. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Wow! It grew to something uh, I never would have expected. How did you get into it, and what inspired you to get into? Well, I had a you know, I had a, my mom was a single parent. I, I mean, I had uh, a dad who just knew the the words to every Irish song ever written, but would forget to come home at night. And uh, so uh, my mom was pretty much on her own. And um, one year, I was about nine, and I got a real piece of dreck <laughs> for uh, Christmas. And, I, and my mother worked at Hasbro in those days. Really? Yeah. And I thought to myself, wow, she's in Hasbro, and if this is the best she can do, she must be in deep trouble. Aww. And... From that day forward, I used to think, I, I expected someone, I always, not expected, I fantasized that somebody would come to the door and go, you know, Mrs. Kane, we know that this is not your fault for the trouble that you're in, the financial, so we're going to give you some money and we're going to help you all get you straightened out and then you can start over, you know. Oh, wow. Of course, that never happened. Mm. And when I got the PD job here at the station in 1983, uh, I thought, I know what I'll do. We'll, we'll ask people if they'll chip in. And we put five social service agencies together. Wow. We, I mean, we got them. And I said yeah. to them in, in the meeting, I told them what I wanted to do. I want you to interview the kids, your charges, tell us what they want, and I'm going to say it on the air, and we're going to see if somebody will buy something for us. Mm-hmm. Now, my friend, the late Lenny Baxendale, who was with one of those services, got on the elevator at 8 North Main Street with these other people after the meeting Mm -hmm. and said, this guy is out of his mind. There is no way that some stranger is going to want to buy one of my kids a toy for Christmas. Well, every year as it grew, Mm -hmm. I'd see Lenny and I'd say, you're right, Lenny, this is never going to (laughs) work. And he and I would laugh and he'd say, yeah, I told you, it's not going to happen. Well, if you come today between 1 and 4, you will see that we already had bags filling the classrooms for this year. So far, I think we're at about 800 requests. I was just going to ask yeah, you how yeah. many I think so we're far. Right, I, oh, the other night was like 700 and change. Wow. But they hadn't been processed all. But, all right. uh, but that's right now. So in that, and, we, and we always get, after we close down, God for, 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 forbid, but there'll be a, 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 a fire in a house. And everything will be lost, and the kids right. will. Right. And so they, oh. we get the call, and uh, you know, like uh, yesterday with uh, uh, Judith uh, Enrique, who's passed in that fire in in Attleboro, and and uh, but we get the call, and then we try to do something to 
de-traumatize the kids a little yeah. bit by by yeah. by having a Christmas for them. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. There's that's a lot amazing. of stuff that can be done in a lot of ways mm-hmm. for people to help uh, to be part of the Christmases for kids. It's 508-226-0911 beginning tomorrow. And uh, and um, we should be in good shape to uh, invite you in. But come by today uh, between uh, 1 and 4. I'll be there uh, to give tours. Mm-hmm. 25 cents for me because <laughs> I'm, I'm cheap. All right, yeah. sounds good, my friend. All I right. got to wrap up. I appreciate you coming in and letting us know what's going on with Christmases for kids. Thank you for the Yeah, invite. thank you, Dave. Stick yeah. around because you're going to be jumping oh, on. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah I you should have just done this from Mike's seat. It would have been all done. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I know because you would yeah. shut my mic off. <laughs> that's right. I got a chance. Anyway, I'd like to thank Dave for popping in and telling us all the good things about Christmases for kids. Jim Corbin, thank you so much, too. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Mike, thank you for always keeping me on track and keeping me sane in this business. We only have three more shows. We'll be back on December 3rd with Senator Paul Feeney, then Doreen Collins and Charlie Hall, the next one, and then December 17th is our last show here. So I want to wish you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving and meet me back here December 3rd and when we do this all again.